It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. Nothing better than arguing with the producer 10 seconds before you come on the air. (laughs) Scooter, you're wearing me out. How do you know what do is? Uh, I know what do is. It's on the grass in the mornings. No, it, it's I, not going to be on the equipment at Cardinal Stadium tonight okay. at eight o'clock. Okay, so what do you call it when it's on your equipment and you're up high? It's still do, right? Oh God! When it get when the temperature goes from hot, to it's cold. Friday, September twenty third. This, this tech talk brought to you by Justin Kalen. <laughs> Welcome into the show. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on this crazy conversation. Thorne's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. We are closing in on the end of the summer cash bash at Thornton's, but I guess it still continues today. Each week, one lucky refreshing rewards member wins $10,000. That happens all summer long. The grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, Bud Light 12-packs, hot dogs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a rewards member, not a Refreshing Rewards member. Text rewards to 80313 today. That's rewards to 80313. One three. It is football Friday here on the show. I don't want to talk about much else. Uh, President's Cup. The U.S. took a four-one lead yesterday over the inter- over the overmatched international team. Um, it's brutal. And if Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns don't implode in the last four holes, it's five-zero. It's embarrassing. We lost one. Four a four-ball competition uh, is underway today as we speak. I love the President's Cup. Because we never lose. We've lost Ryder Cups. We don't lose President's Cup. I like blowouts. Uh, The Celtics officially uh, had a press conference this morning. They have suspended head coach Ime Udoka for a full season and also say that at the end of that suspension or sometime during that suspension, they will make a decision on whether or not Udoka will be back with the team next year. The rumor now is Frank Vogel, former Lakers coach, former Laker World Championship coach during the pandemic, is going to be brought on staff. Joe Mazzola, Mazzola uh, assistant, will be the head coach for the upcoming season, but it looks like Frank Vogel uh, will join the staff. Remember the Titans is 22 years old today. Came out in theaters 22 years ago today. T.C. Williams High School, Herman Boone, Denzel, and Will Patton. And a uh, small role for Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan Gosling. What a great movie. Aaron Judge, no home runs last night. He hit one to deep center field. Everybody thought it was going out. Even the cameraman jumped the gun last night on that one. But, uh, look, the Red Sox don't want to be the team that gives up the 61st home run or the 62nd. So you can boo Yankee fan all you want when they walk him on four pitches like what happened on the first at bat of the game. But, you know, maybe the Mariners or the uh, or the Tigers or the Royals will give up those home runs. The Red Sox, it's still a rivalry. I don't care if the Red Sox are in last place. 
it's still a rivalry, and the Red Sox don't want to give up the home run. But Judge will have three more shots at it against Boston in New York this weekend. Nashville beat the Bats last night 5-1. to one. That's three in a row, or three out of four, I should say. They'll go at it again tonight. Explain this one to me, Scooter. It's Hops and Hounds night at the ballpark tonight. 7.05 start. Uh, they'll play at 105 tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last home game for the Bats, 105, if you are so inclined. But hops and hounds. So you take your dog to the park, right? And do you get him drunk? Oh, you get drunk. And then you're supposed to drive this precious cargo. Your do- Does the dog drive home? Ideally, you bring a DD. Oh, okay. You know how this works, John. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, if you're so inclined to give your dog beer, Do I'm not Do you bring judging. a bowl and Do fill it. it up with a, a, a nice barley pop? That's fine. I'm good with that. Okay. But uh, that's tonight. Let's go. Uh, if you want right. to battle everything that's going on tonight, louder than life is underway. Whew. Kiss will be there on Sunday night. They're 98 years old. You going to be sitting on your back porch? I'll be sitting on my front porch. There you go. Listening to, I've seen Kiss, Kiss and Errol Smith at Freedom Hall. It's a good Woo! concert. Oh, those were the days. Um, yeah, Sunday night, but uh, again, it's uh, it's going on tonight. Literally three blocks from St. X Trinity at Cardinal Stadium tonight. And then if you're leaving the Louisville game tomorrow at about three three thirty after it's over, it'll be underway, or there at least will be traffic uh, getting to. Louder than life, which is right down the street. Choose your routes wisely this weekend. Can we just talk about how nice of the weather oh, of, of weather for tailgating it's going to be this weekend? How was it for golf yesterday? Uh, it was, I mean, other than the wind, it was good. Incredible. It was really good. 78 degrees, 75 degrees. Yep. Uh, we might have some rain Sunday afternoon, but, man, it's going to be a great today and tomorrow. Speaking of tailgating yep. – um, do you have a favorite tailgating non-meat item? Maybe some potato salad, mac and cheese, chips and salsa? <sighs> not not alcohol included? Not You're talking alcohol. about food. Food. Um, non-meat. Yeah, you know, give me give me a grilled hot dog. A really good I said good, non-meat, John. Oh, not meat. Non-meat. Well, some if you've seen some of the hot dogs I've eaten, it it's it's mistaken for meat. <laughs> um gosh. That's tough. I always like the sweets. Put out a big old plate of chocolate chip cookies. Okay. I, I could stay there all day. Um, hash brown casserole is one of my favorite lake foods that uh, my friends make. So give me a good uh, good side of potatoes, potato salad, hash brown casserole, something like that. I'm happy. You're a good big potato salad I'm good. guy. Yeah, big potato guy. Gotcha. Uh, by the way, St. X Trinity is tonight, 8 o'clock, 745 pregame with myself and Tony Burke right here on the Big X. Tigers won last year. Trinity has won 17 of the last 20 meetings between the two teams. Uh, but the Tigers, uh, again, with a uh, win last year, it was 30, I forget, 35-28, but it really wasn't that close. Trinity scored late to uh, cut into the deficit. Uh, defending champion, 6A, St. X, and Trinity. Tigers are 3-1. and one. The Rocks are 3-2 and two heading into this annual showdown tonight. And as I mentioned, you can listen to it right here on the Big X. Scooter will be at uh, Jeffersonville High School. Silver Creek comes uh, comes over to play the Red Devils. 7 o'clock kickoff, 94.7 WFA-FM. If you are a Southern Indiana high school football fan, Justin Kalen 
will be on the call That'd be a good for one. that. Be a good one. Should be a good one. Uh, a little bigger crowd out of Cardinal Stadium tonight, I think. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> although, gonna... although the stadium out of Jeffersonville High School, if you've never been, it's they did a renovation a couple of years ago. It's pretty large. A lot of seating. All right. I still, we're going to have 20 grand out at the Cardinal Stadium tonight. You yeah, get 20 no, grand in, no. Jeff? If we get two, we'll be lucky. <laughs> if we get two. Um, look, it's a great game. It's a fun game. I'm not complaining. Whenever anybody says, this is not a complaint, it's getting ready to be a complaint. All right? We're on the camera deck tonight. They won't let uh, St. X Radio, or Trinity Radio for that matter, in the uh into the uh, radio booths out at Cardinal Stadium because got an early game tomorrow, Louisville and South Florida at noon, and Louisville Radio and South Florida Radio already out there today to set all their stuff up, and I guess they're afraid we're going to steal or mess something up, steal something or mess something up. How, how small is this press box? Well, the, the uh, visiting radio press box is not big, visiting radio, but the uh, – the the home radio where Paul Rogers does all his work is uh, it's fairly big. So all the stadiums now I've there's to... an area in the middle in the yeah. press row there where I'm probably going to try to set up when I I'm probably going to say hey can I go here because it's inside. Um, again, I'm not complaining. The, I've been on the camera deck before. It's fine. There's cover in case there's weather issues, but. I'd much rather be comfortably inside behind the glass calling the game. Well, and th- and that was my thing as well. Every stadium I've been in has an away booth and a home booth. Yeah. And then in the middle, you got this large common area. And that's what Why you, that's, can't you set up there. That's yeah. what I'm going to try to do. That's a good call. We'll see. Uh, I don't mind because the weather is supposed to be so nice. I don't mind the camera deck. It's a good view from up there. I've sat there for a few different Louisville ba- football games, big games, like when Notre Dame comes in and they don't have room. For a low life like me in the press box, they'll put us out on the camera deck. Got to so watch I've, out for the do, though. I've done that. I got to watch out for the do, apparently. I've never had a do issue. <laughs> Texture says, John, uh, could you tell us more about when you saw Kiss and Aerosmith during the 70s? No, no. This was uh, in this century. This was old man Kiss and, and old Stephen Perry Aerosmith. These, these weren't young guys. This, they had to take breaks, <laughs> right? They they came out when Peter Chris wheeled out in his wheelchair to do the drums. I knew this was a, sort of a reunion tour, uh, but it was great. Uh, t- same texture. What is the largest attendance, larger attendance figure? The number of folks tonight at Saint Trinity or attendance at the U of L game? Well, I talked about this with Tony Burke yesterday on the air. Obviously. Louisville is going to have more tickets sold because of season ticket holders. However, people in the building, that's a difficult call here. And I think Louisville will have more. Louisville, South Florida will have more. Look, you're one and two. This is is a game you need to win. And when you buy season tickets, and there are only, I think, six games, then you go to the games, right? You're, You're invested. You go to the games. St. X Trinity is always difficult to tout. Now, there used to be 35,000, 30 to 35,000. That doesn't happen anymore. And I don't know why it went away. Uh, maybe 20 tonight, maybe somewhere between 20 and 22,000. The reason it's hard to tell is because half of these people are high school students 
and they never go to their seat. They stay underneath. It's basically a high school mixer because you've got the, the two biggest all-boys Catholic schools and then all the Mercy Girls and the Sacred Heart Girls and the Presentation Girls and the Assumption Girls show up as well, and all the non-football players and all the girls' schools are underneath just hanging around. So visually, it's hard to tell how many people are there. Uh, by the way, if you're a St. X fan and you were looking to get a parking pass, one of the $20 parking passes, they are what? gone. So don't go over to the school today. Those passes are gone. Uh, parking passes, you can, you, you're you allowed to go to the Purple Lot tonight, which is across Central Avenue from the stadium. Go to the Purple Lot, $10 cash, and uh, you can park there. But the good parking spots, at least at St. X, and I'm going to guess at Trinity, too, those are gone. Are ticket prices the same as a typical game? Uh, Five, six bucks, whatever? No, no, I think, it's, uh, I think they're a little more. Look, these schools, they have to pay a lot of money to rent this stadium. Yeah. This is not a freebie. You know, the cards, God bless them. They're not throwing out, hey, yeah, come on in and play. I expect this game at some point to go to Lynn Family Stadium. If the attendance doesn't get back up to the 30,000 figure, which I don't anticipate, I expect, and I don't know how long it'll be, but I think a few years down the line it'll be at Lynn Family Stadium, uh, at soccer stadium. They'll just put a football field down in there and, and, and it'll be a packed house. And really, that's what you want in a rivalry game. I don't care if it's New Albany, Jeff, basketball, whatever it is, you you would love a packed house. Some people get left out. Well, yeah, they do. That's, yeah, that's how it works. But unlike the Cardinals, are Louisville City willing to ruin their field? Oh, oh it's yeah. no, that field's fine. They they wouldn't ruin that field. Yeah. It is good field. And and, and you, you know you got to schedule it around Lou City FC and and racing Louisville. You got to schedule it around them, and that's difficult, but it's certainly doable. I've wasted way too much time on this today. <laughs> it's Football Friday. The unsponsored six-pack is coming up. Four and two last week. Four and two the week before. However, full disclosure, on the season, 11 and 13 overall. That is four weeks worth of the six-pack. Cleveland beat Pittsburgh last night, 29 to 17. Did you, you tell me, Scooter, that you did not do the one to six point spread no. bet? No, I didn't. No, not not for last night. And and if I had, my gosh, that that would have been a bad late hit. touchdown. Geez, yeah, that, that would have been a, a bad beat for right sure. There, that last touchdown. It was twenty three to seventeen until the last play of the game when the Steelers tried the Stanford band is on the field play uh, from their own five yard line, and it did not go well. Cleveland falls on in the end zone to make the final score twenty nine seventeen. If you're a Steeler fan, and you are, so I'll ask you. Wait, hold on, timeout. Because yeah. I went to bed with like, uh, I guess it was at the two minute warning after after the Browns got the ball back. They only had one touchdown. So does that mean the Steelers got the ball back at the end of that game? Yes. Well, that's how they scored that last touchdown. Yeah, that's I saw. That's what Cleveland I thought. Cleveland punted I, with, I don't know, under thirty seconds. How'd that How'd that happen? They had one touch. They well, Steelers the, only had one. There time was a out. minute forty five when the Browns got the ball. They ran. Uh, two plays. Did they Steelers called one? timeout after the first play, and then and then the as the time clock was running down on fourth down, Cleveland had to call timeout with, I mean, literally fifteen seconds left. Hmm. 
They had to call timeout. Yeah, I Fourteen. went to bed thinking there's seconds. no way Steelers getting the ball back. And Cleveland punted, and it, it went out of bounds like the three-yard line. It was a great punt. Hmm. But I tell you, Cleveland fans were nervous last night. After what happened last week, after the field goal kick, uh, the, field, the made field goal uh, by, what's his name? Pittsburgh kicker. Boswell. Boswell. All of a sudden, it's 23-17, and they're getting ready to onside kick. And I know Browns fans had PTSD after what happened against the Jets last week. It was a good onside kick. And Pittsburgh – now, Pittsburgh was offside, so it wouldn't have mattered. But they had a chance to recover the onside kick. Browns fans were losing their you-know-what at that point. Uh, but the Browns went out of bounds. Uh, the penalties added on, and the Browns had the ball and uh, took a knee, and that was it. Um, big game, I thought, for both teams. And as a Pittsburgh fan now, are you are you clamoring for Kenny Pickett now? No. Not yet? No. I, I, because I one of the first questions Mike Tomlin was asked in the postgame press conference, any change of quarterback uh, in the foreseeable future, and I, he did not want to talk about I it. I just I don't know that that's in the cards. I mean, this team is what it is until T.J. Watt gets back. I think they T- play T.J. Watt makes a big difference. Oh yeah, for this team. I think they play the Jets next week. Yeah, and then they go on a four game stretch where it is they're playing some power brokers. Well, hopefully we get T.J. back in two weeks. It it, it is tough. By the way, Texter, thanks to the Todd Father here. Tickets are all online for Saint X Trinity tonight. $10 general mission, $15 Ooh. reserved, $20 for a sweet ticket. For a which high is school PNC game. Bank. I wish I knew the exact number that the university charges these schools to rent their facility. I'm telling you, it's in the tens of thousands. It's huge. So they got to try to make up some of that somewhere. And they know $10, $15, people will show up. That's simple. All right, let's take a break. I do want to talk more about Cleveland and Pittsburgh and break that game down. Unsponsored six-pack coming up, and we'll look at the Louisville, Kentucky, and Indiana football games and their chances for victory tomorrow. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, unsponsored. And listen, you can still sponsor this. We can haggle about a price, but the unsponsored six-pack will come up in the final segment today. Six-pack of games. I'm going to give you three college against the spread, three pro games against the spread. We'll see how we do winning weeks the last two weeks. We're on a bit of a roll. Remember, play responsibly, and if you're smart, Normally, normal weeks, you would bet against me. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in Ed. He was here in person on Wednesday. He's here on the phone today. How you doing, brother? Good, good. I'll be quick. I don't want to take all hog all your time. But somebody said I didn't give my predictions on Wednesday, so I'm going to give oh, you okay. the Ed Peak sponsored. Right. The Ed Peak sponsored two pack plus two. Well, if you're sponsoring it, you got to pay money. I'm sponsoring myself. Okay, but this is my show. <laughs> <laughs> you know okay, what? I'll buy you. We'll talk about I'll this later. I'll be a, buy you a piece of Tim Dam or You're, you're going to owe me a steak when the season's over anyway, but go ahead. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Anyway, anyway, Louisville 14 and a half. Right. I'm taking 
uh, South Florida and and the fourteen and a half. Okay. I don't blame you, but Kentucky okay. Is, Kentucky's twenty four and a half. I got twenty six and a half today. It's going up. Oh, oh! Somebody's laying some money on Kentucky. They will not cover Kentucky. Will win, but they won't cover twenty six. Don't think so. Ed, taking the underdogs early here. How about Indiana, Cincinnati, or is this something different? Uh, Indiana, Cincinnati. I got sixteen you know and a half, Ed. Is it at Cincinnati? Yes, Nippert Stadium. I'm taking Indiana. All right, loving the underdogs. Indiana. Indiana is a little bit better than I think people give them credit because they did beat Illinois and only only beat them by one point. Illinois is not that bad. Illinois so, is one game, one drive away from being four and zero. They're not that bad. Uh, I mean, they shut out Chattanooga last night. Well, yeah, that's, that's like <laughs> shutting. We won't we won't go there. Uh, say next Trinity. Oh, okay. No doubt, in my, no doubt in my mind, the Tigers were going to win. Now listen to this. Let me tell you this. I this is a friend of mine that sent me this. I do not look for these things because. I don't think high school sports should be gambled upon, but I was right. told by a reliable right. source that St. X is a four-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. Well, I'll, I'll take the Tigers. All right. Uh, I'll take the Tigers. Uh, also, now here's one that is the coin flip as far as I'm concerned. I haven't looked at it that close. Manuel and Ballard, is that correct? That's it. Be- yeah, at Manuel Stadium tonight. Boy, that's a, that's a, that's a huge game. Both teams wow. undefeated. Wow. Both teams five and zero. I'm not going to pick one there. I, gosh, I leaned a little bit toward Manuel, but I, I, don't know. I haven't looked, haven't seen who Ballard's played, and I'm not sure who Manuel's played. Well, they, I know Ballard beat Mayo. I can tell you that. Well, <laughs> if, that, uh, if that sways you in any way, that's, yeah, that's that, that 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 that's crazy or whatever. But anyway, uh, and. Uh, I think that I had a college game. I can't remember what it was. It's a big game tomorrow. Now, Tennessee, Florida? Yeah. <laughs> Is that at noon or 3.30? That's a 3.30 CBS game. I'm going with the balls. Big orange. Go, baby. Ten and a half. You're going to lay a, lay a touchdown, a field goal, and a half? It's ten and a half? Ten and a half. Wow. Yeah, big number. Wow, yeah. Still, still going with Tennessee. All right. Ed picks been, everybody. I've been, long enough, I've been living long enough that one of these years that Tennessee's going to beat Florida. This is the year. I will tell you this. One of your picks I am going against in the six-pack. So there you go. Oh, And I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to keep your radio on if you want to find out who it is. Oh, you kidding? I've got it playing all over the place here. People are looking at me like I'm nuts. Well, they're not, uh, they're not wrong. They're, they're not wrong. Thank you, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'll be there. All right. There's Ed's pick, folks. He loves the underdogs, South Florida, Indiana, Northern Illinois. And he loves the Tennessee Vols and the St. X Tigers, apparently. (sighs) See, you don't have to pay for that. That's free. Scooter, what do you take out of that? Uh, the fact that he said Indiana is a lot better than people think. Although, Ed's been wrong a lot lately, so I don't know if I should buy into that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, Illinois, <laughs> now look, Illinois uh, 3-1, they had a chance to beat Indiana and couldn't. Is Illinois? I, I put Illinois right there with Syracuse. I don't know how good they are. 
saying maybe they're better than we think than we thought. Um, but Idaho, sorry, Western Kentucky, sorry. If you're going to beat Cincinnati, you better bring it. You better bring it. Indiana will win one game the rest of the year, and it is not tomorrow. It's not. Who is it then? Because I got them losing every game the rest of the year after tomorrow. They marry very well, well, yeah. Uh, At Nebraska, maybe that's a win. Mm, That's tough. At Rutgers? Uh, That could happen. Purdue at home maybe last game of the year? No way. All right. I mean, I, I, I've looked and looked and looked. It's hard for me to find a W for the Hoosiers. But they're 3-0. and 3-0 is 3-0. and I don't care who you are, and I don't care who you're playing. 3-0 and is 3-0. and All right, noon tomorrow, South Florida at Louisville. Both teams 1-2 and two coming in. The Cards, as I mentioned, 14 half-point favorites. This is a matchup of two coaches whose seats are warm, Scott Satterfield and Jeff Scott. Now, at the beginning of the year, Jeff Scott, I believe, was second behind Scott Frost on CoachesHotSeat.com. Scott Satterfield was in the top 20 of CoachesHotSeat.com as well. Um, again, the cards couldn't finish last week. That hurts Satterfield. But Jeff Scott has actually, with a 1-2 and two team, helped his cause this year. He played Flor- They played Florida tough last week. It's a South Florida team that runs the football, period. They are 41st in the country in rushing, 204 yards on the ground per game. Louisville is 117th in the country in rushing defense. They give up almost the same amount, 201.7 yards per game. So this is pretty simple. South Florida is going to try to run the ball. Louisville is going to have to stop them. One of the problems Florida had last week was they turned the ball over and they didn't have enough snaps. Only 20 snaps in the first half last week for the Gators. Why? Because they turned it over and South Florida controlled the clock. If South Florida controls the clock tomorrow, this could be a long day for the Cards. UofL has thir- has uh, committed 30 penalties this season. That is tied for fifth most in college football. South Florida scores 30.3 points per game. Now, when you look at the schedule, you say, well, other than Florida, there's really not a whole lot there, and you would be right. But it's still 30 points a game, while Louisville scores 19.3 points a game against Syracuse, Central Florida, and Florida State, and they had 31 last week. I said this early in the year, early before the season started. Louisville has to outscore people. They're not going to stop a lot of people. They're just not. You can talk about improved defense. These are, for the most part, the same players you had last year on your defense. It's the same talent that you had last season. So you're going to have to outscore teams. Malik Cunningham has to have great great days. He can't have an off day running or throwing the football because if he does, Louisville's in trouble. South Florida quarterback Jerry Bohannon, he is a transfer from Baylor, if you didn't know that. 102 rush yards last week against Florida. Against uh, Florida. That's what he's going to try to do again this week. Again, this is a team that doesn't want to throw the football. They do not want to throw the football. So if you're Louisville, you got a eight, one, two, and three on the chalkboard to, tomorrow is stop the run. One is stop, two is the, three is run. Because if you don't do that, this could be a long day. It's not part of the six-pack. I'm going to take South Florida and the points here 
Now, the good news for Louisville fans is I've been wrong on all three games that Louisville's played this year. I had Louisville minus the points at Syracuse. I had Central Florida against the Cards, and then last week I had uh, Florida State, or I had Louisville covering against Florida State, and I said I thought they might win outright. It was close. The cover was close, but it's still a loss. They still take my money when it's close, Scooter. I know you as a gambler know this. If it's close, they still take your money. Yep. So, noon game out at the stadium tomorrow. I think Louisville wins it, of course, but I do think it's going to be closer than you think. And also, at halftime, you're going to have some maybe some boo birds and fans that go underneath, as they do every Louisville game, uh, to get a cold adult beverage and they don't come back out for the second half. Are you thinking one to six close or seven to 12 close? <laughs> Is this for your gambling purposes? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm thinking touchdown. You know, I'm going to say within seven, seven to 10, maybe. So maybe you go to that next level. Seven in, to 12. In your gambling. Uh, 3.30, Indiana at Cincinnati. The Bearcats, uh, two and one. They lost at Arkansas in their opener in a really good game against a really good Arkansas team. Mentioned the Hoosiers are three and zero. IU leads the overall series against the Bearcats. Nine wins, four losses, two ties. Last year, Indiana, if you remember, had a double digit lead in this game. For in bogus, Bloomington, before a bogus targeting penalty. Oh, uh, here called. we go. Yeah, it was our yeah. middle linebacker. He got knocked out of the game. R. That's why we lost. R. Yeah, I'm a Hoosier. Uh, you're a Hoosier Our. fan. You're not a Hoosier. No, I'm a you're Hoosier. Not a Hoosier player. I'm one of them. Thirty-eight twenty-four. Cincinnati came back to win last season. They're sixteen and a half point favorites. IU, all three wins this year come from behind variety. That's a little scary because that's that's a tightrope you're walking when you're coming from behind. They scored on the last drive to beat Illinois. They were down ten nothing at halftime, I believe, to uh, Idaho, the Vandals. And, of course, um, last week they trailed Western Kentucky at halftime as well. So the Hoosiers doing a good job of, of making adjustments and coming back in games. The question is, against really good teams, does that hold up? Usually it's not the case. Cincinnati averages 41.7 points per game. Now, I know one of those games was Miami of Ohio, the only decent opponent they played was Arkansas, but they put some points up against the Hogs as well. Keep an eye tomorrow on uh, Cincinnati running back Charles McClellan. He had 101 rush yards last week against Miami of Ohio. That game was played in Paul Brown Stadium or whatever it's called now. Uh, is it Paycor? Paycor, Paycor, yep. Paycor Stadium up in Cincinnati. This will be one of my uh, picks in the unsponsored six-pack, so I'll hold off before I tell you who I actually like here. Who do you think I'm going to pick, Scooter? Uh, Cincinnati. Okay. I'll let you know uh, after the uh, next break. Finally, uh, Kentucky hosting Northern Illinois, 7 o'clock, K. Roger Field. The uh, Huskies are 1-2. and two. Cats, of course, ranked 8th in the country, 3-0. and oh. U.K. is a 26-and-a-half point favorite. This is the first meeting ever between UK and Northern Illinois. Kentucky historically 34-7-1 against the Mid-American Conference. The last time they lost against a MAC team was 2004 when they lost to the Ohio University Bobcats. As happy as Mark Stoops is, he is concerned about his undisciplined offense right now. Too many penalties, uh, too many receivers missed by Will Levis. Uh, running game, again, without Chris Rodriguez and with some injuries, hasn't gotten going. 
the way he's wanted, and they have sputtered on offense. Keep in mind, last week at Youngstown State, they scored 10 points in the first quarter and 31 in the third quarter. Second quarter was not good. It was not a good quarter for the Kentucky Wildcats. Uh, and he is worried about a lack of consistency in the offensive game. The thing Mark Stoops is not worried about is his defense. Kentucky's defense has been incredible. That includes that game down in the swamp. They've allowed 29 points through three games. That's 9.7. They shut out the Gators, and I don't care who's playing quarterback. You shut out the Gators in the second half of the swamp, you got something going on defense there. They're number 12 in college football in points allowed through three games. NIU averages 32.3 points a game. They put up 28 last week against Vanderbilt in a 38-28 loss. The big question for the Huskies, will quarterback Rocky Lombardi play? The coach update, the latest update from the head coach is probably going to give it a try. It's better than we thought it was, the injury, and it looks like he's going to be able to go against Kentucky. If he doesn't go, then you give the points here. If he does go, then you've got a decision to make because Rocky Lombardi is a really good quarterback and is a, he is what Kentucky has had trouble with in the past, and that is a veteran quarterback, a guy who's been leading his team for multiple seasons, and that's exactly what Rocky Lombardi is. If you put a gun to my head, I would give the points here, take the cats, give the 26-and-a-half, only because the defense has been dominant um, against lesser opponents so far this year, and I expect that trend to continue. The question is, how many points can the Cats score? And the other question, are they looking ahead to Ole Miss, an undefeated Ole Miss team next week in Oxford? Because that's always a possibility. No matter who you are, if you're a 21, 22, 23-year-old kid, you are. it's just human nature to look at the schedule and go, Let's get this game over with. We got to go to Oxford. We got to beat Ole Miss next week. And all of a sudden, you look up the scoreboard and you go, uh oh, uh oh, we got uh, two and a half quarters left. We better start playing some football. But if you made me take a team in this one, I would take the Cats and give the 26 and a half. All right, we'll take a break. Unsponsored six pack coming up after the break. Get your pens and your notepads ready so that you can make a little green this weekend. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. On the big end. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Man, my text I love my textures because they keep me honest. John, UK was up 21-0 at the half, only scored 10 points in the second half. Okay. They had a 21-point second quarter, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, correct me again, but again, Stoops still upset with the inconsistency of the offense. Texture also says, plus, the Huskies QB is out, according to sources that cover the program. That's a big out, because if that's true, I think this maybe that's why this spread went from 24.5 to 26.5, and, and if it's 26.5, and, and Rocky Lombardi, by the way, great name, doesn't play in this game, you got to bet Kentucky. Uh, Texture also says, John, I'm not trying to be a hater, but now how in the hell is UofL a 14.5-point favorite over anyone? Well, it sounds like you're being a hater, number one. Also says, this is almost as big a joke as them being a favorite over UK at home last year. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. 
Texter says Indiana will defeat Purdue in the last game of the year because Purdue will be distracted by the imminent departure of Brom to Louisville. I'm not going to say that's an impossible, impossible uh, text. I think that's possible. But guess what? Purdue better win some football games because you got to have to. You can't sell the fan base on a four and eight Jeff Brom. Not going to do it. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in my buddy who's was on yet another vacation, Buzz Frank. Hey, Buzz, welcome back to what is apparently your home away from home because your home is vacation. Well, I, actually, I was traveling for work a little bit, John, but I, I, I did I did want to ask: Is there anything big going on this weekend other than louder than life? Now that I'm back in town, just louder than life. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be laying in bed tonight at at midnight with earplugs in and a pillow over my head because my house will be shaking. Yeah, there's oh something goodness, big going on, Buzz. It's the Ballard Manual game. That's the big game tonight. Those are the two undefeated teams playing, not the ones over at Cardinal Stadium. Well, I tell you what, we know there's going to be a big crowd at Cardinal Stadium, but I think the two games that are played really almost within a rock's throw of each other are going to say a lot about the RPI rankings come playoff yeah. time. Yeah, and it's different this year. I mean, it was this way last year, but we've, we've got to wrap our head around this. I had Kevin Wallace on, I don't know if you heard it, on Wednesday, the St. X, X coach, and he brought up the fact that when Manuel and St. X play two weeks from tonight, the loser of that game is probably going to have to play mail in round two of the playoffs. Yikes. Because that's the way the cross-districting is working this year. This is the first year of the cross-districting. And then in round three, that's when you go to the RPI and everything kind of evens out a little bit. Uh, but if you're St. X and you're manual, boy, you really want to win that game in two weeks. Because you don't. Yeah, you, wanna, you want somebody. You want Bullet East or somebody else in that second round. You don't want to play male in that second round. Agreed. I, I yeah, I would agree, and I think anybody who's who's been around high school football in this area for any amount of time would would say the same thing. Uh, you, you certainly want to avoid male as much as possible. Playing yeah. in the state championship game is where you want to play them. How uh, how excited are things over on the Dupont Manual campus right now with this football start? Because it's a good team. Yeah, it, it's a good team. Uh, the starting quarterback went down, and they're playing a freshman. I saw that. Beyond, I heard he's beyond his years. I was coach told he's really really son. good. Yeah, and, and you know how coaches' sons are. So yeah, he's got a lot got a lot of upstairs as well as athletic talent so we'll see tonight i think uh he had a good test last week against lasalle and uh, certainly will get a strong test against this ballard defense tonight i expect a low scoring game yeah i think both teams uh really uh really good defenses here am i am i misreading that no everything everything i've seen manuals played pretty good defense all year and from what I've read about Ballard, they're, I mean, just really stingy. I mean, you hold that male Bulldog team to the to the score that they held them to, that tells me you've got a good defense. Yeah, 12 you know to 7. Rack up the point. 12 yeah. to 7, I think, was that final score. Uh, and that's, to be honest, Buzz, Trinity, and St. X, they're the same thing here. This is, this is defense this year. Defense is going to win these it. games. St. X gave up three points offensively to Mayo. Uh, Mayo had a pick six in that game, but uh, Tigers only gave up three to the Bulldogs. Mayo beat Trinity uh, last week, and that was based on some turnovers and a block punt. So 
there's a whole lot of – I know this is the era of great throw-it-around offenses, but, boy, we got some defenses going in Jefferson County right now. And I and I really love to see it. I, I just – I love defensive football. And, and, I mean, I like to see scoring too. But, man, I, I just like to see people knocking the other guy down. And I think that's what we're going to see. Both of us will see tonight at two different locations. Uh, old Goats Radio tonight, right? Old Goats Radio tonight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Best place to go is like is manualfootball.com, and uh, and we'll be on early enough to where we can line everybody up. It's going to be an exciting night. I'm urging people, just like I know you will, get out to the game yeah. early. Uh, at least at least at Cardinal Stadium, there is parking available. <laughs> is this a seven o'clock start, Buzz? <laughs> Oh, I gotta look. I, I think it, it probably is. Tonight. I think JCPS has gone to seven o'clock starts. Uh, yeah, I've got to look at my schedule. Well, I'll be there plenty early. Anyway. Well, if you're a fan, go eat at Checks. Have the early bird four thirty dinner special at Checks, and then uh, you'll have oh, yeah. a spot, and you can walk on over to the game from there. Have fun tonight, buddy. I, I think I, I will, and uh, and I really did like that texture that you read right before you had me on. I, I thought that was a, on point. <laughs> Thank you, man. Good to hear from you, Buzz. See you in a couple weeks, buddy. Uh, By the way, TJ texted, wanted to know uh, my least favorite thing about Trinity. Come on now. You want to get me in trouble? Trying to rile it up. Now, the truth is, it's just their ugly faces. (laughs) Oh, that just sounded me. I don't have a least favorite thing about Trinity. My uncle coached defense at Trinity for 30-plus years. Some uh, Trinity alumni are some of my best friends in the world. So, you know, there's nothing I hate about Trinity. I just hate losing to Trinity. As a St. X alum, as a St. X broadcaster, as a St. X fan, I don't hate anything about Trinity. They're a great program, terrific people. From the president to the uh, Rob Saxon, the AD, um, just terrific people. Don't hate anything about them. Just hate losing to them. And that's what competition's all about. All right, where's that drum roll at, Kalen? Oh, yeah. I gave you the heads up last week. I thought you would be prepared this week. I forgot that we do a drum roll for your picks. Douglas always did the drum roll. He never had a problem with it. I'll never forget any Friday ever again. Here we go. Time for the unsponsored six-pack. Here we go. Four and two last week. In fact, four and two the last couple of weeks. Let's start in the college Ranks, and let's start with the 3.30 game. Indiana at Cincinnati. Scooter predicted I would take the Bearcats and give the 16.5 points, and he's exactly right. <laughs> uh, I think after watching Cincinnati, I think they're really, really good. Indiana was, has been hanging on by a thread in a couple of these games, getting behind early. If you get behind early at Nippert Stadium, Cincinnati's not going to let you back in the game, and I think that's what happens. In the preseason picks, this was the fourth game I picked for Indiana to be 4-0. I'm turning on myself here after what I've seen, and I'm going to take Cincinnati at home and give the 16-and-a-half. Also 3-30, this is my upset special. Now, in the six-pack, I'm taking the points. I think Texas Tech at home comes out and beats Texas as a seven-point underdog. That's my underdog of the week as well. I think they beat them outright. Um, that is a 3:30 game at Texas Tech. It is set up for a, uh, t- a Texas to just 
fall flat on their face, and I think that's what happens. Quarterback issues right now at uh, Texas. So I'm going to take the uh, Red Raiders to uh, beat the balls. ESPN, by the way, 330, seven-point underdog Texas Tech. 7.30 night game. Ohio State at home giving Wisconsin 19. Wisconsin lost to Washington State at home a couple of weeks ago. That bothers me. Ohio State, since that Notre Dame game, looks like they've done a few things different on offense. C.J. Stroud's got everything going. I think the spread should be about 24-25, so I have no problem giving 19 and taking the Buckeyes over the Badgers. Night game on ABC. Watch for the tight ends to have a big game against Wisconsin on Saturday night. NFL, look, I've decided to make it easy on myself in the NFL. The NFL is impossible to predict, right? It's impossible to predict. I don't know who's going to beat who on a given Sunday, but I will tell you this. Buffalo looks the part. So I'm going to make it easy on myself. I'm going to take the Bills every week from now on until they don't cover. They crushed the Rams in L.A. They crushed my Titans on Monday night. They're at Miami and only given five and a half. Miami's really good. I like the Dolphins a lot. Tua Tagovailoa, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. I really like the Dolphins. But the Bills are on a mission, I feel like, and they are annihilating everybody in their path. Give me Buffalo on the road, giving five and a half to the Dolphins. The other part of that equation is the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to do the same thing with the Chiefs. I'm going to take them until they don't cover. Now, they didn't cover last Thursday. Late touchdown, Chargers covered. But Chiefs covered big in the first week, killed Arizona in Arizona, should have covered last week. They're going to Indianapolis on Sunday for a 1 o'clock showdown with the hapless Indianapolis Colts. Couldn't even score against the Jags. Exactly my next line. If you can't score against the Jags, how are you going to score against the Chiefs in that good defense? And Mahomes is a little bit better at this point than Trevor Lawrence. So give me the Chiefs who are only five-and-a-half-point favorites at Indianapolis. Those two are easy. And right, and I put them in ink, Buffalo and Kansas City, until they don't cover, they're, be, they're uh, my picks every week. The other one was a little tougher. I don't really like it, but I'm going to go with it. Sunday night football, San Francisco at Denver. Jimmy G now the quarterback of the Niners. Denver has struggled. The new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, has been having trouble getting plays in on time, making decisions. I think Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos turn it around at home on a Sunday night. They are one-and-a-half-point underdogs to the 49ers at home. I'm taking the dogs and the points there with the Denver Broncos on Sunday night. So Bearcats, minus 16.5 against Indiana. Ohio State, minus 19 against Wisconsin. Texas Tech, plus the 7 against Texas, who should be on upset alert. And then Bills and Chiefs, minus 5.5. Denver Broncos, plus 1.5. That's your unsponsored six-pack of the week. Don't forget, uh, St. X Trinity. 7.45 pregame with Tony and me tonight on the Big X. 8 o'clock kickoff from Cardinal Stadium. Uh, I'll be tailgating for a little while early. Non-alcoholic tailgate, of course. Uh, hope to see you out there tonight. Enjoy the weekend. We'll rehash it all on Monday. Here's on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.
I'm 